0: this podcast is brought to you by msw nutrition msw nutrition is a supplement line designed to help support your body in as many ways as possible starting with the liver by helping to repair liver health you're supporting your body's biggest detox organ so that it can do its job taking care of the rest of you we carry supplements to help with mood stress energy weight loss gut health immunity and much more any product carrying the msw nutrition label will be produced in an fda certified lab and contain the most bioavailable version of those nutrients possible make sure to check out our website at www.mswnutrition.com to see all the latest stacks to help you reach your health goals this podcast is also brought to you by athletic outcomes Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date with their events and programs.
1: All right, guys. Well, welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. We uh, I'm excited today. It's a it's a Friday morning. No, actually, it's not. It's a Wednesday morning. <laughs> Damn, dude. It's been dude, a crazy month.
2: It has been a crazy <laughs> month.
1: <laughs> and I am here with, with Mike Bledsoe. He is a serial entrepreneur. He is uh, the CEO of uh, the Strong Coach, and uh, you know the the Mike Bledsoe podcast. And man, we've known each other what two years now.
2: Yeah, maybe two, three, three years, three years. Uh, and we, we that feels uh, actually, I, uh, yeah, it'll be three years in the spring. We met at Paleo FX. That's right. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah. We, we missed it last this past year because of uh, the. Yeah.
2: COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been it'll be three years in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a wild year. And I just got done talking to, to Jonathan.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, talking to both y'all. But I got I got some drop in time with him and he was updating me on everything going on with you guys and then also in Austin and you know I've been hanging around in uh different parts of the country this year yeah uh, yeah, Austin has been it sounds like it's just it's the place to be but we shouldn't tell people that yeah I know because it's full well it's interesting because I keep telling people like where do they
1: fit And, and, (laughs) and it looks like it just keeps going up, right? Because more buildings keep yeah. going up. It's like, I thought I thought things are slowing down right now, but it doesn't seem that way in Austin. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that way in Texas, because Houston's also, like, blowing up. The thing about it is that the cool people are coming to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but Texas in general, is, is it's not slowing down, and it's not shutting down.
2: It's very attractive for that reason, yeah. after being uh, up in the Bay for the summer, up in San Francisco, and yeah it's like everything came to a screeching halt yeah it's like people forgot they're like waiting for permission, yeah, waiting for permission to to do something it's a It's a really interesting thing where I think that in in the world of uh entrepreneurship, a lot of people uh suffer because there's a lack of self expression, and people don't express themselves, whether it be verbally or like fashion wise or through a business idea because business is self-expression and because you're you're imprinting yourself on the world that's self-expression and uh and it's interesting to watch you know an entire culture where people value self-expression and then and and the uh the i guess the antithesis to self-expression is someone who's waits for permission yeah and and I just came from a place where people prided themselves on self-expression. And it's almost like it was... It was like, oh, you guys are just doing that for show. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't true self-expression. It was, Maybe it was at one point. But it's... Uh, what what I'm witnessing in Austin is, is self-expression. Like, oh, this is cool.
1: It's very pure. Yeah. I feel like. Well, I was telling you about how... I gave you the a quick rundown of how like our how do you health festival came about. And that was all f- self expression, I think. Yeah. Know, I mean I I reached out to a few people, I was like, Hey, look you got this cool space, like you can do whatever you want, let your let your heart run wild, whatever you thought about that you needed space for, now you have the space, do it. Yeah. And there was no question about like, this is what I want to do, blah 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 blah. And I was like, Whoa, that was quick and easy. Yeah. When you think about like it's funny because before this we had talked about the dream was to have a three-day festival kind of like, you know, Austin City Limits, Coachella, like all those. Um, But a health version of it. And it's like, man, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And it's like, well, we just did a month-long one, and it wasn't a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. I Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a smaller scale. It was a slow
2: roll. It wasn't this big, intense thing. It was, every day, it was something different.
1: Yeah, it was natural, and it was just uh, you know, so the two things that we've always focused on, and, and when I moved here to help John start the clinic side of the business, it was like, look, I'll do it. I'll even take a humongous paycheck. I mean, pay cut. Like, <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll, take take it, a, I'll take a humongous I'll paycheck. I'll take a yeah. humongous paycheck too. <laughs> uh,
1: eventually, right? But mm-hmm. I told him like the only, the main thing is like I'll do it as long as we make sure that we always keep things educational and that w- and that we're always helping other businesses grow. Because I think those two things they take care of everything else on their own, right? and yeah. so It makes it easy, right? Yeah. Which is part of what you've done throughout your life and through your podcasting careers, and now through the coaching, right? You're helping others, helping educators educate,
2: in a sense. Yeah.
1: And then tell me more about that.
2: Yeah. So, like, one one of the things that, um, well, is around the time that we met. Actually, it was it was three years ago. I took some time off from work because I was I had been running multiple coaching businesses. For ten years at that point, and uh, I was a little, I was a l- more than a little burnout. I let myself really get way burnout, and so I was take I took off about six months. But uh, the what ended up coming out of that is realizing, and and just when I was with uh, my old company, Barbell Shrugged, we did such a good job of finding the best coaches on the planet and people who were the highest performers. So we're really good at finding highest performers and coaches that coach the highest performers and figuring out what the fuck they're doing to make uh, people as good as possible. And um, alongside that, I I was coaching, you know, we had a thousand clients at any time uh, that we were coaching, and we built a really solid business, Um, but... What I noticed was what I really enjoyed when I took that time off is, like, oh, the coaches that were, like, the best at what they do, most of them had no business sense whatsoever. And I had early on learned about business. I'd also learned about communication. I took courses in leadership. Um, you know, did crazy shit like go down to the jungle and drink ayahuasca yeah. and get some, <laughs> some direct wisdom, you know, uh, revealed and all that kind of stuff. And I go, wow, these coaches just, they they are some of the best on the planet, don't know how to quite communicate. Like they, they have this knowledge and they don't know how to get it across to their current clients. And they also have a hard time getting prospective clients uh, in the door. And so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna help those guys and girls out. And so it's been really cool doing that really and through this year. Especially, uh, so many people. What I witnessed this year is people either they shrank or they expanded, and they were shrinking or expanding already. But with COVID, everything was amplified. Amplified, yeah. And so what I what I witnessed was like the 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 ones that are growing and the ones that are doing it right when COVID hit, they they actually grew their businesses, they grew their clientele, they helped their clients through things. And the people that were half-assing it or they, their heart really wasn't in it or they were making some really critical mistakes going in, it just destroyed them uh, through this process. Yeah. It's been it's been a culling of the herd um, in my industry specifically, and I'm witnessing it in a lot of other industries, too. I mean, I think half the restaurants, or probably close to two-thirds of the restaurants, is, at least on the West Coast, yeah. are done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. N- um, Maybe a little less here, but uh, I guess there's a lot of leeway in Texas. Right, <laughs> yeah. But but still, yes. They, yeah, they still.
2: value self-expression and freedom over, over safety. Yeah, you're not going to tell me what so, to do, basically, yeah, yeah. what it comes down to. And that's why I prefer Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty good at keeping myself safe, so thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. And
1: if you're not, then you know, go to another state, right? Like, yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah, there are yeah. states
2: that value safety over, you know, uh, uh, having money or a roof over your head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, touching on the coaches' expansion or or ex, um, what is it? What, what is, or what, what? do you call it? A contraction or contraction of, yeah. of, of of the business of coaching. There's uh, a few coaches in that are close to us, our community, that also went through the idea that because of COVID and a lot of people going switching over to online, their their business has shot up yep. for like a month or two. And it's almost like, again, not trying to call anyone out, but I, this is this is just my theory. Maybe you can expand on that because of the complacency of like, oh, I'm, like I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm still blowing up at some point it's like that didn't work anymore. And right. it's just like tanked.
2: Yeah, it was funny. It's really interesting to like I predicted everything that happened as it before it was happening. I was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Um, On a micro level inside the industry and on a macro level too like as soon as it hit I go there's gonna be riots I don't know why there will be riots, but there's gonna be riots. You can't can't suppress people this much and Conflict not ensue like like historically this is just how humans in large groups behave when you when you try to contain them Um, and didn't happen the way i thought it was going to happen like I, i had a few different scenarios but none of those but the riots did happen but like inside of the the micro level inside the industry what i was really trying to get across to people early on is like look you cannot just do what you've been doing your clients are going to for for two months are going to stay with you out of loyalty Yep. They're going to, you know, if you're doing stuff in person and you go online, you could try to replicate what you're doing in person online. Or if you're doing something online before, you know, you're going to have to step up your game because the, well, basically what I said is first two months, you're fine, but you better innovate from there. You cannot just keep doing more of the same. And um, Cause the reason. It,
1: because that doing it the same didn't get you there. It's the idea that all of a sudden there is just a bigger market
2: yeah because all the coaches went online yeah. immediately, which increased competition uh because you know I might want to work with somebody locally, but the moment I have to go online two months into that I'm like eh. and then the only that a lot of coaches be in the first two months they their service was just not as good yeah. as uh and yeah, after two months, people just kind of like go, well what else is there if i'm gonna, if I'm gonna do my shit online anyway I might as well get the best. Yeah. You know, and which is great. And those guys have a
1: system and they can offer it for cheaper.
2: Yeah. And so the people who are already doing stuff online, this, this is what I say uh, people who are already doing it well online just started crushing. Right. And the people who were kind of trying to figure out online, it stayed a little more difficult for them. But the, overall, the coaches that did the best period are the ones that had the best relationships with their clients. And so we want to take it to fitness because we, we have all, sw- all types of coaches, but primarily fitness. So we had a lot of coaches, a handful of coaches that had gyms, and and some of them still have them. Uh, but they uh, they actually grew their membership in the first month of COVID, and then three months later, were still growing, whereas some others weren't. And th- what differentiated these coaches was some people were just running a business, and Like renting out their space and equipment, basically, and had some coaches coming and going and all that kind of shit. But the people who were really doing next level coaching and had really tight relationships with their clients, those clients brought in more clients. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to watch I go, wow, everything we've been talking about is spot on. And it was, you know, I've been watching this for years but to watch it so, be amplified to such a degree that it's undeniable to other people's eyes. Like, there's things I see that other people don't see, but when I'm looking at it, wh- I can now point it out to other people, and they go, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, that I'm witnessing the same thing. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a little break here for a commercial. Yep. All right, so this episode is gonna get released a little later than uh, than what's going on this week, but Kay. you're holding on. Uh, you're, you're holding you go, a little meetup. Right. Okay, there we go. To tomorrow, oh. um, here at the Native at the at the Hobby Health Fest. What's that gonna look like? What's the idea there?
2: Oh yeah, we got a meetup um, tomorrow. It's uh, it. It's all. I haven't done very many of these, uh, especially this year. <laughs> Of course, I yeah. did one um, in San Francisco late last year, and it was really cool. It was, it, was, it was, I just said, "Hey, let's meet at a coffee shop and meet up with some coaches," and then ended up hanging out with some really high-level people um, and people who have become my friends uh, who I had never met, but be- you know, in person up to that point. Um, the same thing is happening here. Is and this is a much cooler version of what I did there? Uh, <laughs> so um yeah bring i i I said i put out on instagram i put out to my community i have an online community um where anyone who's been through my programs and i just say hey come out and hang out so tomorrow we've got um john wolf is going to stop by uh from on it uh we've got um jeremy teal uh from uh i know he ran crossfit central He's, he's also a serial entrepreneur in the coaching space He's stopping by. Uh, we have one of our clients coming in. He's flying in from, I think it was New York. Nice. Uh, he saw. I was like, wow, you, you know, I was just wanting people, you know, local Austinites to come through, but uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I well, mean, there's
1: not much to do in New York right now either. I think they're well, pretty yeah, shut he, down too, right? Yeah,
2: he's been spending most of his time in other countries. <laughs> like he's been finding other countries and and chilling there. Um, and so yeah, I. Uh, Yeah, we just threw it together, and it's always one of those things where I love meetups because you never know what you're going to get, and it's always a pleasant surprise. Yeah. So here it's great because, like, we got the best coffee, the best chocolate, the best IV drips, the best people, and – I'm
1: sure people are going to jump in the Lucia light.
2: Yeah, the Lucia light. You Um, haven't even experienced that. I've I've sat with it before, but I – not in a space where I could really enjoy it. Yeah. I've done it in like a conference before. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too many too much shit going on. Yeah, so like doing it in a place like this is super cool because what it it's well, I I love connecting people too and watching that. But when you bring people in here and I like sat down and talked to y'all this morning and just so much innovation is happening that, you know, a lot of people say twenty twenty sucked, but twenty twenty is fucking great. Yeah. So much innovation. Yeah, a lot of things are going to have to die. You know, a lot of businesses are going to have to die. The economics are going to have to shift and, and are shifting in a way that is going to uh, cause things to happen that would have happened otherwise. Yeah. And at a, a really rapid rate.
1: Well, it's almost like and there's got to be space made for the new shit.
2: Totally. Yeah. So here we are. We're sitting in a cutting-edge studio. We're, we're uh, You have... The all sorts of really cool stuff going on. you have high level people coming in that want to perform at their at peak potential. So if you're in Austin and you want to operate at the highest level, of course you're coming here. So we do a meetup here yeah. so invite the highest quality people into the highest quality environment and then just watch what happens. Just hang out yeah and the you know you've been part of masterminds and stuff like that before. Is and and you go to high level conferences, the magic is what happens in between. Correct. So we're just doing the in between spot. Fuck you know. Or fuck the other of this stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah. Let's just do the in between part and have a good time.
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost like when you're at a at a at a conference or like at a at a mastermind, like you hear the talks, you hear all that, but that just gives you something more to talk about whenever you're like just hanging out. It but creates but context. Right. Yeah. But, but then that gives you something.
2: Yeah. And when you get to a certain, when you get with high level people the context is 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 already what's there. happening yeah. it's already there their, their life is already they are, they're so mission oriented right you guys are mission mission oriented i'm mission oriented everyone that's coming through has a mission or missions you know plural and it's you know when when i dropped in here it was like boom 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 this is everything that's happening <laughs> laid yeah. it all out i'm like this is what i got going laid it all out i was like okay where's the crossover Wow, a lot of crossover, okay, which, oh, yeah. is, which is the most exciting thing we can even talk about, and that's that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to tomorrow.
1: Well, well yeah. I showed up, and I had forgotten my computer so that we can shoot this, and I had no problem, like, leaving to coming back, because I need, like, like, there's plenty to talk about right now, because we haven't seen each other
2: in, like, almost a year. It's been a year, when was the last time? I haven't been in Austin since last paleo effects yeah it's you know. been a while It's been a year and a half yeah
1: and, and i think we've we've texted back and forth here and there yeah. but but we just haven't made it like we just haven't <coughs> well covid happened <laughs> <Fucking> COVID. <laughs> and uh and so and so yeah and so then i was like uh i can go and come back because like there's plenty to be caught up on you got to meet my assistant and he's just like he's brand new to all of this and he's his mind is like
2: what the fuck i can tell he's, he's just trying to hang on yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like i gotta keep you know, he's l- probably learning at the fastest rate possible. Yeah. He's like, I, I get it, you know. It's like,
1: it's a really cool opportunity. I was like, dude, I wish I was 21, like, doing this. like
2: Yeah.
1: Or getting to work with somebody. Like
2: nobody was taking me in that was doing cool shit when I was 21. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I was doing interesting shit, but it was not, not, not like this. This is a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Correct. This is going to set him up for the rest of his life. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That,
1: I mean that, hopefully he just becomes the CEO of of the Hody Health uh you know network stuff that we're yeah. that we're building but yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see that what that goes for him.
2: Um, we'll see if you got it, Andy. <laughs>
1: we'll see if you got it. He probably does. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a smart little kid. Um so you're getting an IV right now. Mm-hmm. Uh I forgot all the different vitamins that he put in there but the main thing is that he put some NAD in there.
2: Yeah, that was that was really the thing I I wanted the most.
1: And uh do you feel it?
2: I feel it. Oh, yeah, I'm completely turned on. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, um, there's something like the, uh, what I'm experiencing is uh, expansion in my body. So, uh, I'm, it, it, it's one of those things where you could mistake it as, as stimulation. I mean, it is stimulating. Like the, the stimulation is like a byproduct. It's not like I had a bunch of caffeine. Um, it's more like, oh, there's space in my body. And then everything's just flowing with ease, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's in, so. I'll tell you what, one thing. I'll I like to run. Um, I don't do it as often anymore. Uh, but when I do it, I'll do like a shot of NED with it, and man, my speed is just—it's at a different level. And yeah. I, the main thing is that I don't get tired. You know, like if I'm if I'm doing like a ten mile run, for example, like around <laughs> normally mile six, I start to like taper off. And usually, with when I do like a shot with a heavier dose of, and I'm talking about an injection, not an IV, just a quick like boom boost, like mile six, I'm like I'm picking up steam. Nice, which is like that's that's awesome. Like nice. how do you? I didn't have that when I was freaking 20 years old. How often?
2: How often could you do NAD?
1: So there's a couple protocols, right? There's I mean the, the things that people talk about all the time. You listen to Ben Greenfield, all those all those cats, like they talk about doing like 1600 milligrams over
2: like a freaking
1: well they'll challenge themselves to do it within like 20 minutes or whatever just but most of the time that takes like four or five hours
2: yeah i have friends that uh, i when nad was first a thing uh, a few years ago it's like oh we're gonna go down i was living in san diego we're gonna go down to mexico yeah and do a, a an afternoon nad trip or something like that i was like oh, a whole afternoon okay yeah but that's a lot that's a lot <laughs> yeah
1: and so, and then you would do that like every month or every other month. And th- there's protocols like that. I think there's one that's like a there's a load where you do three in a d- three days in a row, and then you do them every other month, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Different, many different protocols. We've tried them all. Well, we've, we've uh, especially John, right? And he'll, he'll have the actual clinical notes on the on all, on all that. W- we prefer to have people just do them on a weekly basis on smaller dosages, just so that way they're getting that continuous huh. help. That continuous cellular rejuvenation, that continuous like focus factor, um, and we find that it's well. First of all, it's quicker, right? Because you can either do it like an injection, or even this IV is going to take you maybe at the most an hour. We're kind of going slow with it, but but
2: uh. As a vitamin C in there too, I think. Yeah, so there's a bunch of other me. stuff in there. So yeah. it's so
1: it's, it's, it's not like like there's no reason. My theory is that a lot of these protocols, yes, they were once a for for addiction. Right, because we're they're trying to like remove those type of patterns. Oh yeah,
2: NAD was was used for addiction. It was used for addiction. I was talking to an addiction guy. I remember that years ago. Yeah, yeah. And high,
1: high, same, same. Some of those same protocols. And it's like, well, if you're not having to deal with addiction, or maybe that's not the thing that you're targeting. uh, You know, if they have addiction, sometimes we would never know that. We're all addicted to something. Correct. (laughs) But but if that's not the case, there's still plenty of other benefits to NAD. And, you know, in the same same way that, like, you know, like glutathione, right? Like, I get glutathione once a week, and and that's just, like, a maintenance kind of deal. So, that we kind of approach it the same way, maintenance, right? Because NED is natural in your body. So, if I can help you, if I can assist you in doing it a little bit more often, more completely throughout your body. Like, I always feel it in my knees or, or, well, technically, I don't feel it anymore in my knees because I just did Mm. exosomes two weeks ago. Oh to yeah, change my change my 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 knee life.
2: Dude, I've been hearing uh, a lot of positive feedback on exosomes. I'm interested in that. Uh, yeah, what, what's been your experience,
1: dude? Uh, so we started doing so this new source that we got. They just got approved by the FDA to say that it can treat and cure COVID. It's a you have to do like 15 doses of it, which is really expensive because it would be like you know maybe like 40 grand or
2: something like that. Thirty. Was it two grand, grand a pop?
1: Yeah, it's like three grand a pop. Three is, grand. Okay. Um, it, it gets cheaper as you buy a higher quantities too. But totally. like, if you wanted to just do one CC, three grand is what we retail. Are like you with.
2: doing is it exosomes where you have to spin out your own blood? So what yeah. I did is that we
1: took out some blood, spin out for PRP, mixed it in with some of the exosomes, and went straight into my. So the,
2: are the exosomes from your body or are these? these it's, it's one donor actually.
1: Uh, they're one exogenous. donor. Yeah, there's one donor. Super clean species <laughs> or being, I should say. Um, it, we were thinking about like, I wonder if this guy like just gives himself exos- his own exosomes like on a weekly basis. Does he just live forever? Um. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but people have been coming in and doing it two ways: IVs for general health, and yeah. then like in my case, I did it for spot therapy just because mm. I really wanted to completely rejuvenate my my knee. Um, it was my um, meniscus; I had torn my meniscus. And I've been healing it through fasting and through different things that I've been doing, but it's it's been like a, a it's been progress, but it's but not, but the difference is that when I did the exosomes with the PRP, it was like three yeah. days later I was running and no, no fatigue.
2: So you get you get your, you you spin out your blood for PRP, mix it with exosomes, re-inject it. You do local site plus IV. That's what I've heard is yeah. is doing both. Correct, I personally don't have any problem areas. I might just want to do an iV trip of exosomes
1: yeah, that's what a lot of people that don't have problem areas do. like my friend Kinsey he comes in from Midland every six months and he gets like just a general iV with exosomes. He's like that's just what he's going. How much is with. that is
2: that like three grand? yeah, it's about three grand okay. Have you heard about the uh the site injection into the brain the sinus cavity i
1: <laughs> i I heard about it and I looked much more into that but yeah
2: yeah there's a doctor an MD. she she self-administers wow okay. yeah because i don't think i don't think that's supposed to be done yet but i guess if you're doing it to yourself it's okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i heard it in the podcast same thing right every, yeah well it, it, was,
2: it was a woman that administered it to my buddy in san diego yeah he was like oh you got to meet this woman i didn't meet her but yeah yeah that's dangerous. Well, I mean, I'm sure it is, right?
1: A lot of these things Sticking are Sticking needles in your
2: brains can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: which, which is different than like what we're about to do is the light, which is a neurostimulator, right? And, and the thing that we're excited about with that is that it does uh, it breaks amyloid beta plaques. So we're trying to do more research for Alzheimer's, because that's, that's a path that we've already gone down at, at the lounge. Um, through through supplementation with vitamins and and even with helping diabetes patients with it because they're linked, right? Alzheimer's is almost like a type 3 diabetes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now we're seeing, like, what can this do? Because it's definitely reducing brain inflammation. I mean, people come in here just with, like, headaches, and they're like, oh, my headache's gone after doing, like, a 15-minute, like, session. And, you know, would you say, well, just the fact that they took 15 minutes to just breathe and just be there could have helped? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But it, they're not doing that otherwise, right? So Right. <laughs> so whatever that might be, it helps. Yep. Plus it's fun cuz it's like a little psychedelic trip without the psychedelics.
2: Yeah, I look forward to trying that out. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um let's see what else can we talk about? Let's talk about uh, uh you're going to Medellin.
2: Yeah.
1: What what do you have planned for that what <sighs> you, do
2: you know, uh any ideas? I have a business partner down there, um and uh You know I I was I was moving to Medellin on the way to uh the day that they closed the borders because of COVID I had a plane ticket I had my I had two bags packed I had my tickets I was getting on a plane three hours later and then I get the text message saying well they closed the borders at midnight and your flight doesn't leave till five and which I wasn't supposed to get there till 7 a.m. the next morning and I go huh Guess I'm not going yeah and so um they opened the borders back up in October and I wanted to because actually Colombia closed down pretty hard. They they had a pretty rigorous lockdown and I have some friends that live down there and they did not enjoy it. It was like leave your apartment once a week. Man. Yeah, it was super rigorous. And uh I was like, man, I don't really I want to like hear I don't want to hear from my friends who were locked down about how good it is now because their their contrast is different than coming from from America. So I had a business partner go down, and she reported back. She goes, no, business as usual. Everything's rocking and rolling down here. Bring your ass down. And I go, okay, cool. So uh, one of the things that I was going down there for, I was I was planning earlier in the year to s- spend several months there, so I was like, you know, I'm just going to finish the plan. You know, I'm going to go back down there. And one of the things that I'm doing down there is uh, – looking to, uh, organize the purchase of a property, um, for the purpose of, of, uh, creating a, uh, a retreat center. And so there's, uh, I've drank a lot of, uh, I not say a lot. I've drank a decent amount of ayahuasca with different healers in different parts of the world. And there's this one particular healer down in, in Columbia, 70 year old woman, uh, she's been drinking since she was 7 wow and i sat with her for eight ceremonies uh at the end of uh, uh at the end of 2019 very beginning of 2020 i mean i went i came back for a month and i went right back that's how good it was and i um and there's a property right next door that's available now they don't do any prep or integration i mean she's from the jungle sure you know she's not you know like, she, knows, it out. she knows the medicine. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I'll teach you how to work with the medicine. You figure everything else out. So we have a team that we will we'll bring in cold therapy, uh, build a sweat lodge, teach people breath work, um, administer hop-a combo, um, other medicines to help you know people connect with themselves and heal their their bodies, their minds, their spirit, and so I. Uh, the property became available right next door, and it already has multiple houses on it. It's perfect for this retreat center situation. And you know, when I got down there, they one of the first things they said as we were walking around the neighborhood, it was like, oh, we really want someone we know to purchase this land because it's for sale and it, it borders our ceremony space. So if somebody moved in that they didn't like, you know, then we could have a, a menace, you know, next door, or." Someone like ourselves could come in, purchase this property, create more safety for the ceremonies while also having a really dope spot to uh, prep and integrate clients. so uh, you know I, I've just witnessed I've witnessed uh, a lot of a lot of uh, ayahuasca like getting partnered with, and it kind of like get, it gets diluted a bit. Sure. with some things so we're really doing it with the intention of of keeping that medicine as sacred as possible and then also letting people have their own experiences with the medicine instead of us trying to layer in our own spiritual uh which i've also been witness to that a bit as people want to overlay their own spirituality on top of someone else's medicine experience i go no this is, yeah it's like it, you got
1: to let the person have their own experience yeah so I've, be that would may be
2: yeah so I've just seen some some people come from from America and, and other places in the world to South America and then you know like start layering in these other things and and um, that's put me off a little bit so I, I'm excited to be able to just create a container for people to get exactly what they need and keep my own uh, shit out of the way.
1: Continuing with our with our conversation here, we just had a uh, some client of ours drop off a bunch of meat.
2: That's always a plus. What a, what a life! <laughs> what a life you have when you when you get high quality meat delivered to your doorstep.
1: Yeah, they own like a lot of land, uh, like 30 minutes south of here, and uh, or at least the beginning of their property is 30 minutes south of, south of here, and uh, yeah, like venison and axes and bison, and it's all just She's like, I made you a little cheat sheet of like how to cook all this. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go to town.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had something similar when I was in Northern California. I had Del Campo Farms delivering food. That was, yeah. There's nothing better than that. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, I mean, this sounds exciting. What you're trying to create down in uh, Medellin, and, well, in Colombia, is it gonna be like on the outskirts? I, I imagine. No, uh, like?
2: well, Medellin's just. To me, is a great town to live in. A lot of expats, a lot of entrepreneurship, and then uh, the the property is a couple hours from Bogota, so it's actually in a different part of Colombia. But I mean, traveling inside of that that country is super easy. It's just like oh, hop on a plane, catch a cab, and you're you're right where you need to be. It's, it's that's what I hear. I, I
1: want to go do some. Cl- I've been climbing a lot more, uh, so I've been co- going to Colorado a lot more because of that but nice. I, I know that there's some good climbing out in Colombia. Is there? Oh yeah. Oh, there's I, some, I had there's no some idea. nice mountains up there. And uh-huh. Well, it's the you got the Andes out there, so there's mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to do down there and so um I will be coming down to visit you. Yeah. Uh, for multiple pr- reasons.
2: Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be organizing some things and we'll yeah. really be collaborating on some things. that will be fun.
1: But we were we were supposed to be doing a a a retreat in uh Honduras. And mm-hmm. so we went through the whole process of, like, well, what does it take to bring the IVs and all that? And uh, and then that fell through. And then we were going to do one in Peru in May. And we just canceled that just because we still don't know how things are, are looking at. But same thing. We went through the whole process of what does it look like to bring IVs and all that stuff. And so and now we're just going to have to set that up in <coughs> Colombia. Yeah. In uh,
2: Colombia or uh, Mexico. In Mexico. Uh, we're One of my guys is setting up a couple of retreat. It's one of those things where he has the spot, he has the intention, his the plans are have yet to to form, and then I'm talking to you guys. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we we can do Mexico, we can do Monterey.
1: Hell yeah, dude, I love Monterey.
2: Yeah, or um, our friend has a 30-person retreat center, uh, with um, with a sweat lodge, and uh, also uh, you go out and pick your own peyote, and have a they have a peyote ceremony there. Uh, And then in Oaxaca, which is in a different – it's in the southern part of Mexico.
1: I've been wanting to visit Oaxaca.
2: Which is where uh, my friend Danny is from originally. That's where he was born and raised until he was seven before he he came over to the States. And he's been spending a lot of time there, and they have amazing mushroom ceremonies there. They go and pick them fresh. And it's only during a certain season of the year. So it looks like we're going to be doing uh, something down in Oaxaca in – I mean, uh, I mean. So Oaxaca summertime. also has
1: the best climbing in Mexico.
2: Oh really? Yeah. So there's a lot. It's of mountainous. The, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's part of the reason why I've been wanting well, to go shit. to Oaxaca. Let's
2: do Oaxaca this yeah. summer.
1: Let's do it, man. Yeah. Let's, let, let's do it. Let's plan it
2: out. And Mexico always plays it loose. Mexico is like, if you for IVs and stuff like that, I imagine. What's my, my experience of Mexico is it's They they're very open. And the same in Colombia. It's there's just some things you can access medically that you can't access in the United States even.
1: Yeah, well, it's really just comes down to like you just have to pay the right person, and, and not that
2: that is what it comes down and to. And not a lot. I mean, you know, it's, it's not a lot. Well,
1: because it's it's not a lot. That's a lot for them, right? Like it's not a lot for <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> Correct. Well, yeah, I mean that that's that's the lesson I've learned in both Mexico and Colombia is carry fifty dollars U.S. Yeah. You carry U.S. fifty U.S. and you can pretty much. Get in and out of anything so. pretty much <laughs> pretty much yeah and
1: so it's interesting because like well running the clinic like we get people coming back from mexico even before covid like oh i got sick and so like well, obviously that's still happening because people are still going to mexico and they're like oh, i got covid i was like no you you're just sick like, trust me. like Nobody like, got the flu this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you ate something off the street and you got food poisoning. And, like, that's really what it is. And, and there have been a couple that have had COVID. But for yeah. the most part, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, except that, you know, if you go to the hospital, you're going to be labeled COVID. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting world right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, isn't it weird? I'm, I haven't met anyone that got the flu this year. but half my friends got covid
1: well I, I, this is totally not a, a correct number i'm sure but i've read something like that that flu um uh is, is down like i don't know like 40 percent or 60 percent i was like come on like nothing ever dies off by that amount
2: from yeah. one year to the yeah, next yeah well i i saw a similar thing and it was like could it be because more people were getting vaccinated or because people wearing masks and staying home and i'm like are you really proposing yeah. that yeah that, that's why, because people were staying indoors. Like well, you, no. fucking lost your mind. Yeah, What's kids that? are still
1: kids. Yeah, they're still spreading germs all yeah. over the place. Yeah, and oh, they're not funny. wearing masks. Yeah, because for some reason, this, this doesn't affect kids.
2: Right? Yeah, Th- this stat has nothing to do with reality. It has everything to do with how we're labeling and categorizing things. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: really interesting. <laughs> um, but so is that's how life is right now. And, and it, you know what? It's fine, right? Because the way that I see it is like, look, I haven't chosen to live in that reality and because of that like we have been better off for it and and i think that our community has been better off of it for it as well too i mean we just had these two ladies come in they did lucia they they got an iv all at this really cool spot that we just acquired for no damn reason and and they brought us meat like so life is totally
2: dope yeah i mean (laughs) we were talking about expansion and contraction at the beginning and that was that's um uh, and, and things being amplified. And that's what's definitely happening with medicine right now is it, it was bullshit before. Yeah. Like COVID just amplifying the bullshit. <laughs> like If, if you're going to buy into the narrative, you bought in even harder. Oh, yeah. And if you are on your own narrative and creating your own story, which I highly recommend, uh, then you had even more reason to do that now and to reject that narrative. So this this, it's it's just COVID now. But like, getting I I mean, look, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV or anything like that. And but like, like I I haven't gotten a flu vaccination since I got out of the military. I looked at and go, this is silly. I never get sick. Like I might yeah. get a little sniffles here and there, but people who are getting flu vaccinations are. It seemed like they always get sick every year. Yeah. And I'm going, Eh, this doesn't add up. This just doesn't add up. It's just my own my own thing. I take really good care of my health, doing what I'm doing today with the IV and all everything. And yeah, it's just yeah, well, what 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 narrative do you want to live in? What I was hoping that
1: would come out of this is that people would learn how to listen to their bodies more because right. I mean, sure, like I have a practice of health because well we own a, a clinic and then we do a bunch of different health shit but the thing about it is that anytime I feel like a little scratch on my throat, this is for years, right? Because I have same. I haven't been sick. Uh, the last time I got sick was like five, five years ago, and I was in Cuba, and it was food poisoning. Yeah. So I don't know if you count that as sickness. That's a poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> that <is> different. <laughs> and, and so, and so, um, what was I gonna say, and so, but so, anytime I feel like a little itch or like sniffles that are beyond like the normal, like oh I got a sniffle here and there, like oh it's I got sniffles and it's been like 30 minutes, I'm gonna do something about it. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Like, no, it's something. And and if if I'm feeling that, then that's when I'm taking a little more care. Like, I'm not gonna drink the soda, which I shouldn't anyways in the first place. But right. especially if I have the sniffle. We'll get
2: more rest. Right. I get my know? IV. Right. Yeah. I like, get
1: my IV. Bunch of vitamin C. Sleep more.
2: Yeah. More sleep. Less caffeine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Just relax. Reduce the cortisol. The body takes care. Get some of sunlight. Yeah. You get outdoors. Yeah. Simple. Really simple shit. Slow, slow down. Slow down and enjoy what you have. And, and we keep seeing secure.
1: articles and articles on glutamine, how effective it is on for uh, uh, COVID, right? Really? Um, I could show you like four of them off of my phone right now. The people I have texted me like, "Is this true?" It's like
2: we've been saying it all along. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's funny. I mean, well, the vitamin D came out yeah. early too. It's like, yeah, just you know, if you if you have sufficient vitamin D, you're probably fine. And I get probably it was same thing with with glutamine and uh it but it it, it's interesting because if that's counter narrative, counter mainstream narrative, people like freak out and it's like it's like this is this is science too. We'll see, there's there's more than one narrative when it comes to science. It's like it's a much bigger conversation than most people are willing to even consider.
1: So so here's a little lesson on glutamine from like the non-science guy. Out, out of our operation, glutamine is the most ab- abundant <laughs> amino acid in your in, in your body. It, it if you have tissue and there's glutam- glutamine makes part of that like uh, of that uh, if you, what do you call it like uh, uh, of that formula to create a tissue cell.
2: Yeah, a lot of athletes big believers in glutamine. Well, sure, right? Because yeah. like,
1: so the idea is like if you tear your muscles, they they. And uh, for those of you that are not seeing this, I, I'm I'm kind of pretending like. The, your Like, your muscle is expanding because it's torn and it's inflamed. So if you supplement with glutamine at that point, then it starts to heal when it's bigger. Yeah. As opposed to, like, if you don't supplement with with, uh, with glutamine, it's still going to heal if it's bigger because it just happened, and then there's glutamine production anyways. But if you happen to supplement with glutamine, then before it starts to contract back again, then glutamine helps you start... Um, fixing itself or healing when it's bigger, so obviously you have bigger gains. Yeah. But it's everywhere. So if there's any damage to any part of your body, then there's damage or there's less glutamine there.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you get more of a compensation, like a super compensation effect, because you're, you're getting what's needed to repair much more quickly and online. Correct. Yeah.
1: And so anytime there's any type of damage anywhere, which COVID is damaging all sorts of like lung tissues and blah, blah blah. Then there's lack of glutamine. So if you're supplementing with glutamine, then there's going to be less lack of glutamine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what, it, what's crazy is people <laughs> people are like, you know, walking around believing that there's nothing they can do. Yeah. <laughs> and no. then, and then, um, and then, you know, some people have other recommendations like, oh, yeah, you take vitamin D, maybe glutamine. Yeah. Take uh, some glutathione. I imagine is is helps uh well glutamine is a
1: precursor to glutathione so like you can also produce more Mm. glutathione with glutamine so it's just like and glutamine is cheaper it's more readily abundant you can buy it everywhere like glutathione is a little more difficult to find um it's a little more expensive too but it's Mm -hmm. like if you have nothing i mean we sell a tub like it's it's called gut because we do four gram doses and it goes in there and heals your gut but it's just glutamine it just happens to be a four gram dose nice um we sell like a three month supply of it for like like 70 bucks Mm. right and you can do that all day and it's a it's a powder now obviously you can get an IV as well too and that's more efficient for other parts of your body not just your gut Uh, but it's just like it's a simple thing and you can find it pretty much anywhere like you just have to go get a scoop of it like yeah you can buy ten dollar ten dollar ones for a month like they're, they're not as high quality but glutamine there's not a lot to do with quality
2: Right. Hard to screw up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a difficult one to screw up. It's everywhere. It's very abundant. It's everywhere in your body. Um, It's an easy fix. It's an an easy help. It's an easy help.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it it makes me sad that people are just sitting around indoors waiting for a vaccine to come along when they could be doing all this other stuff. Yeah. All this other stuff. But, you know, the people who are hip to these things, they're doing these other things. So they'll be fine.
1: All right, well let's uh, let's wrap it up. Where can they find you? Um, what's going on? Yeah,
2: um, you know, uh, I'm on Instagram, Mike underscore Bledsoe, and uh, if you're a coach and you want you want to join a really dope community, we have an online community where we're we're sharing information. Like I have courses in there on how to build your business, but also uh, there, there's a whole community of coaches in there just sharing. Um, you know we have weekly trainings from other coaches on like things that are fitness related maybe psycho-emotional related uh communication related uh it's it, it's really we have built a platform where a coach can go in there and uh access other coaches because it it's community based it's a community platform so it's education coaching accountability like all sorts of all sorts of really cool stuff uh we just launched it uh, a few weeks ago so I was, I, I was like, man, our community is strong, even though we don't have a central technological platform <laughs> for everyone to meet, let's build one. Yeah. So we, we built one and launched one and it's, it's just a beautiful place. So I, I awesome. highly recommend it. If you just go to the strongcoach.com or you, you shoot me a message on Instagram, we can, uh, I, I can hook you up with uh, a free week uh, awesome. so people can get in there and just scope it out
1: free week we'll put all that on the show notes as well too and uh, thank you guys for listening
0: this podcast is produced by flabs to fitness inc flabs to fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating personalized workout programs and offers a subscription workout program for 20 minute workouts you can do anywhere we also have a brand new online workout community called online workout badasses where we have three donation-based zoom workout classes a week and an amazing community of people who are all working to be healthier together Please join below in the show notes. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more about Flabs to Fitness at www.flabstofitness.com.